Right, welcome back to the Venga Cast. Today I'm here again with James. Hello. And Adam. Hello. Uh, last Thursday the NFL draft started and it finished on Saturday, so we're just going to pretty simply today go for each team and see how we think that they've done draft-wise. That sounds, sounds good. okay. Yes. Yeah. Make the same okay, joke every right. time. No, it doesn't. We're doing something else. <laughs> Right, sorry. No. I'll, 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 I'll shut up now. <laughs> you can tell the comedy does not come from that. There's only two other people here. There wasn't many. Like, you didn't have the biggest of audiences. Everyone else laughed at home, I bet you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll laugh along. Probably Should laughing at me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll, start, we'll start in the AFC East and we'll start with the Patriots. James, do you want to take this one the first? Um, okay, I'll start. Yeah, I thought they had a very good um, draft. I thought um, they got in a very good like wide receiver, like giving Brady like another target after um, Gronk obviously left. Um, so I think they got the receiver they needed, and I rate um, and Keel Harry quite a lot as like one of the best receivers in the draft, if not, um, if not the best even because. Um, He's pretty tall, isn't he, as well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's a big man, and yeah, I think that'll suit their play style, I thought. Um, they've then uh, just strengthened their team, uh, team in like the rounds after with the positions they kind of needed um, improvements or backup on. So I thought they did very well. Yeah. Adam, anything you want to add on the Patriots? Yeah, just the same as James. They've just added a, a quality wide receiver, really, and someone that can battle against corners because that's mm-hmm. what they were missing like Edelman as good as he is isn't that strong and won't win a lot of one on yeah. like 50-50 balls that's like you saw that in the uh, in the Super Bowl they're obviously prepared for Josh Gordon not coming back at all. yeah they are but like yeah you saw that in the Super Bowl the reason it was all run plays and just short passes down the middle is because they knew their wide receivers couldn't match up to the Rams cornerbacks so yeah. by adding Nikhil Harry it's just a strong wide receiver. Um, I guess my main question for the Patriots draft is, in the fourth round, they took uh, Jared Stidham from Auburn. Do you think they're just looking at him just to sit on the bench, or do you think they generally see him as a future heir to Tom Brady? I reckon they probably see some, like, um, something in him, because um, obviously you wouldn't get someone less in the future they could uh, like give something mm-hmm. I don't think he'll be um, close to the team anytime soon but I mean um, it gives like, a backup and obviously who knows he might have the potential obviously playing like under Brady so yeah um, they obviously will see something and they're taking the quarterback quite like, late like that so. yeah yeah definitely uh, going on to the Bills then in Buffalo mm-hmm uh, what were they number ninth pick to mm-hmm. take Ed Oliver I mean yeah. I had them going to Tampa Bay but I thought it was a bit of a shock that they didn't take um, Devin Bush who was there at the time yeah the linebacker or even Jonah Williams but it's still an absolute solid player just not much more to say he was just quality yeah, I mean, uh, in my opinion, anyway, the second round and third round picks are awful. Like, also both quite 
sort yeah, of two players who I was surprised were on the board at that point. I definitely thought Cody Ford was a first round player. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So to yeah. get him in the middle of the second round was very good for them. And then David Singletary as well was probably one of the better running backs in the draft. And although I definitely don't think the Bills need any more running backs, it's just another nice little pickup for them, I guess. From Florida Atlantic. Yeah. Random fact there, like. Yeah, unless you just agree shout out you Florida guys Atlanta. <laughs> the worst university in Florida, but still. Um, well, you've just annoyed all, all people that go to that school now, Joe, because they definitely uh, listen. It's Miami, so who cares? <laughs> Moving on to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> are we actually moving on to Miami? Or... Yeah, we actually are. Right, sound. <laughs> okay. We're well organised, as you can tell on the Vega cast. <laughs> if, you, if, you, um, if you two want to know the list I'm going through, I've literally just went on NFL.com and I'm just following that order. Oh, I'm going to find that. This is how well prepared we are. I just had all the first team... Uh, but not all, next. All the first uh, rounders. So the Dolphins' first rounder was Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle hey. from Clemson. Yeah, I think they've got a very good player now. Um, he's obviously... Is that who you wanted, or was that someone else? Um, you no, wanted Dexter I, Lawrence. I, I didn't... Yeah, Way. yeah. I, yeah. Way. <laughs> they were, it was very unlikely they were going to fall that far, because when you're a good team, you don't get a draft pick that Yeah, spe- especially him. So that's um, fair enough. Yeah, um... And I think um, the Dolphins never really replaced, like, um, so, 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 so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think, like, um, this is a player that can come in and help that and kind of fill that gap that's been, like, needed to, um, like, be filled. So I thought they got a very good player. Mm-hmm. And obviously, and then... um, was it second or third round, they... Um, Third a Wisconsin boy. So. Yeah, yeah. They, they they actually traded. And, I guess we'll yeah. talk about this as well. They traded that second rounder for Josh Rosen. Yeah, I thought that was what, a what he is both good making that well. trade. I think that's In a long really term. really good trade. Good yeah, play. I think it's a good trade because obviously he's out of like have a job. Well, they don't. Yeah, they don't want him at like, Arizona anymore. Obviously, with their draft pick. So, um, do you think it was a better move for Rosen or a better move for the Dolphins? Better for Rosen. Both. Well, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. you say, it works for both. Rosen had to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, he came into last year's draft as like a top like, um, quarterback. So I think just giving up a second round pick is... Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a cheap pickup for the Dolphins to get uh, a good... I think what is a good quarterback, like... Yeah. Like, seriously, like a seriously good quarterback... Well, yeah. Well, I know a lot of people argue that if he was in this quarterback class, he probably would have been the second or even the best, potentially. I don't think he's better than Kyler Murray. There's something about Kyler Murray that just yeah. makes him better. Just that sort of athleticism. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't put him as the best, but I put him in the top five at least. Maybe the top oh, three. Even. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think. Miami are just sort of going to tank this year and maybe go for a top quarterback in next year's draft class. Do you think that'll be the case now? I think they won't tank in the first few games. I think they'll see how Rosen performs and whether they do see him as a future quarterback. Yeah, because I, I think he he really needs to prove himself because I think Miami will not think twice about if yeah. they have the option of, I don't know, two out or one of the top quarterbacks available there next year. I think they would definitely take one of them if they do have the number one pick. 
So Rosen really needs to prove himself early on, I think. 100%, yeah. I just, I think they'll see how the first few games of them go and whether they see that he will be a future quarterback starter yeah. for them or not. Um, moving on, then the last team, the AFC East, probably a team who had one of the quieter drafts outside of having the number three overall where they took Quinn and Williams, the Jets. I rated this one very highly. I think um, Quinn and Williams showed like that how like quality he was um, mm-hmm. in college. And um, I think he's the second best like football player in the draft. Yeah, because a lot of people were arguing he was the best. Yeah, oh, I, have I, I thought he was Bosa, the best. I have Nick Bosa just above him, but... Um, Mm-hmm. But um, obviously, in different positions, it's hard to say. But I mean, I think it's a very good pickup. <laughs> um, it'll help like the Jets to put pressure on like, opposition yeah. quarterbacks because I think it'll be a beast. So the, yeah, I think it's a very good one. The Jets yeah. just had like, like you said, Joe, just a quiet draft where they picked up who they needed to pick up and like didn't make any like daft trades that we yeah. when we were sitting there kind of going like, what are they doing? I think clever, uh, cleverly the Jets sort of had, they filled all their needs yeah. in free agency, so they didn't really have any positions to address when the draft came around, so they could just take the best player available at number three. Yeah. And uh, obviously then just done business for the rest of the draft. And uh, their first third round pick was Ja'Kai Polite, who before the combine was predicted to go between 10 and 20th in the first round, and he felt that them at 68. So, despite his sort of issues that the combine and his pro day brought up, is that a steal for them? I think it is, yeah. Because you can't judge everything on the combine now. He's like, you've got to watch film. And before his combine, he's proved himself to be a top 10 to 20 pick. So, people, that'll be yeah, from film. Also, yeah. Yeah, and also, and the, like, combine stuff isn't like game situation. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Game situations more, I think, important to get out of the plan. He showed that he was like one of the best linebackers in college. So, yeah, yeah, I think they've got a steal with it. Uh, moving on, then at AFC North, then we'll start with the Ravens. Uh, who did they take in the first round? Went. Yeah, Mar- they went uh, Marquise Brown. Yeah, yeah. So I think they did very well to, like to get him where they did, um, and I think it's a very good pickup. It'll definitely help their like, um, offense um, this season and give um, them an extra threat. Yeah, especially with the loss of Crabtree, was it? Yeah, yeah, Crabtree. With the loss of Crabtree, filling a gap that needed to be filled. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, can, you, can you maybe say the Ravens? Because there's a lot of talk about the Browns being the dominant team, and will the Steelers continue? I think people quickly forget the Ravens won that division last season and they haven't got that much weaker despite losing a few defensive pieces but they have brought other stars back in. So do you think the Ravens are maybe being a bit slept on for this, like, the upcoming season? Um, now that they do have weapons yeah. such as Marquise yeah. Brown I think, as well. You go, James. I think Cleveland's going to take the division. Uh, oh, I don't think they will. Not this year. Looking at their... Their schedule, now that their schedule is out, they've got one of the hardest in the in the league. And I don't think, not this year, I don't see the Browns taking the thing, uh, taking the division. Yeah. I think it will be the Ravens over the Steelers, though. Oh, yeah, the Steelers, I don't think, will be up there. 
I mean, James, you were saying to me you thought the Bengals were going to win. Oh, Super Bowl, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, um, I, I think the Ravens have a good chance. And I think they definitely took the best player in the first round that was available. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the Ravens have some really good weapons on offense now. Uh, next, then, is the Steelers, who surprisingly traded up in the first round to number 10 to take Devin Bush. That yeah, was really surprised with us. Yeah. yeah, a really odd trade there. Yeah, do you I, think it was worth was... moving up 10 spots to get Devin Bush? N- not for what they lost for it, no. Yeah. Yeah, but they must see something very special in them. Mm-hmm. Um, what did yeah, they g- I... they gave away though like a ridiculous number of picks for it though to the to the Broncos. To the Broncos, yeah. I think they ended up losing three draft picks for it. And mm-hmm. I, I think uh, Devin Bush probably would have survived to 22 or whenever they had. 20. 20, 20, 20 yeah. just had picked 20, yeah. I think he would have stayed in the draft until 20. Yeah, I mean, they did need to find a replacement for Ryan Shazier. Mm. But they obviously saw him as the best man for that. And that's maybe why they traded up. But I definitely agree with you. for the price that he came at to move up just to take him. I think you could have probably found someone of a similar quality where they were at 20 and maybe even still move up because I think Devin Bush, like you said, Adam, would have dropped down below 10, but I don't know. Maybe they could have moved up to 15 or 14 or somewhere like that. Yeah, something must have panicked them. They must yeah. have heard chat or something like that that someone was planning to say. I mean, fair play, though. They went out and got their main man who yeah. they wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, other than that, they didn't really make any major moves. Uh, next, Cleveland Browns. No first-round picks. No, I draft because of us. But you could argue one of the biggest steals in the second round when oh, they got Greedy Williams. Yeah, when I saw that, when I saw he'd gone to them in the second round, I was shocked. Especially yeah, how yeah. much James loves him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously. Um, I watched him a lot last year. Like, for this year. I've rated him very highly. Because um, the courts did take a like, um, cornerback with our early second round pick and um I thought we I thought we'd take a cornerback and I was or a defensive tackle and I was surprised yeah. not to see it be like Greedy Williams who I would have liked but I think we got a good pick anyway but I think Greedy Williams is like a very good player and I think definitely a pick forty six. They're still getting a as if it was like a first round pick pretty much with his quality. Yeah. Yeah, I've got not got much else to add. I just agree with James. Yeah, but... once again, similar to a lot of teams uh, in this division, it was very first and second round heavy. They didn't really make any surprising moves or any steals in the later rounds. So, mm-hmm. well, as we as we think at the minute, obviously a little change. And then uh, the final team in this division, the Bengals, who made a lot of picks. Had a lot. Uh, that first round pick was Jonah Williams, tackle out of Alabama. Quality, good yeah. pick, especially for eleven. I thought he was going to go a lot earlier than eleven. Yeah, and all line was a, the Bengals' biggest need by a mile. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And they went out and got like a very good, um, like a very good one, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, as you said, it's what they needed. So I thought they did done well, and I think they took a decent um, tight end, didn't they? In round was it two? Yeah, yeah, yeah Drew it was Drew Sample. So um, The most interesting pick I think the Bengals made was in the fourth round they took Ryan Finley, the quarterback from North Carolina State. Do you think uh, he has potential 
to be a starter for them, obviously with a lot of question marks around Andy Dalton at the minute. No. No. <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't think it could be similar to, I'm thinking of a few years back when Dak Prescott was took in the late rounds by the don't Cowboys. talk to me about Dak Prescott. But I'm just using him as an example. <laughs> he came in and became a pretty decent starter for them and still is starting for them now. He's, so you don't think something similar could happen here? He's a good quarterback, but not for Cincinnati. Yeah, and I mean the city and the location. Like, oh, right. He, yeah. uh, I saw like review on him and stuff like that, and he can't put a lot of speed on the ball downfield. And it, up in the division he's in, in Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore, all outside stadiums can get really cold and really windy. They're going to struggle away from home. Yeah, and someone's 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 done their research. I'm telling you, shock you all here. Like Adam's like, it's on average, it's five degrees in (laughs) Pittsburgh. No, but it's like I saw it was literally they've just drafted a younger Andy Dalton. That's all they're doing here, I think. Ryan Finley is he ginger? (laughs) (laughs) With a name like that, it just sounds ginger, doesn't he? Wow. I'm wow. just trying to think. Didn't expect that on the main <laughs> He does. Discrimination. He's going to come back. I'm actually, you that like... No, I'm actually looking. You're actually Googling with a Ryan Finley's ginger. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, he's sort of. He's getting there. <laughs> no, but, but the uh, same way Liam says he's sort of ginger. <laughs> no, fully. Fully ginger. Yeah. Oh, well. Next, James. <laughs> your division. AFC yep. South. Yes, sir. Should we? Oh, we'll leave you to last. Actually, we'll start with the Texans. Good, because that's where they're going to finish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, we'll start with the Texans. What do you think about what they done? Uh, they made a very interesting they, yeah. pick in the first round. They moved what was it? up to take Titus Howard. We were there at three o'clock in the morning or something, whatever it was. Yeah. Going like, what? What are they doing? Yeah, we were like, who are they going to take? Because there's a I, few good options here. I generally. I went to bed at that point. I was like, no, yeah. I'm done here. I just went to bed. You're like, yeah, that's the same for me. <laughs> yeah, this is where I thought Cody Ford would go. So, Yeah, this is probably where he should have went. I yeah. mean, they've obviously saw something in Titus Howard, but it's not who anyone expected, I think. It's <clears throat> yeah, with a lot of good options still left on the board, I thought it was weird they'd take him. Yeah. It's just odd. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the Texans didn't remake any and, standard picks. And... Their yeah, I think issue one was, of the worst drafts. Yeah, their issue was Deshaun Watson last season got sacked a huge amount. So, yeah. and you think they'd go for a star uh, O line then? I mean, some people, some people are even suggesting that Titus Howard won't actually start for them. Really which weird. makes no sense, wasting a first round pick on the non-starter for me, but. Hey, it's up to the Texans. They know what they're doing. No one else does. Yeah. Uh, next, we'll move on to the Titans, whose home draft it was. It's a weird draft. Did they do well yeah. on their home draft? Um, well, they got ripped apart by the Colts announcers. <laughs> oh, they, that was Pat McCaffrey. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? McAfee or McAfee? Or... McAfee. Yeah, McAfee. Yeah, McAfee. What a hero. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the best yeah. draft announcements I think I've ever seen, <laughs> hands down. Yeah, it was good. And also the guy before, um, Freely or whatever his name yeah. was. Before yeah, they were all on form, like. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but I thought they got, got a very good defensive um, tackle in Jeffrey Simons. Mm-hmm. Simmons, Simons. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think um, the Titans are maybe a sleeper for one of the best drafts. Because I think they got three players mm-hmm. in particular that, in my opinion, could become very good NFL players in Jeffrey Simmons, AJ Brown, and Imani Hooker. I think they could all become very good players. And I, I think Imani yeah. Hooker is probably one of the biggest sleepers of the draft overall. Yeah, and I think taking AJ Brown as late as they did, yeah, and picked fifty-one. Yeah, because um, a lot of a lot of people see him. him one, a lot of people see him as the second best wide receiver after Marquise Brown. Mm-hmm. And also, I think I mentioned this quite a lot in the draft like podcast, um, like the prediction one. Yeah. Um, about like, um, is it Simons or Simmons? Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. yeah. Um, he tore his ACL recently, mm-hmm. so I mean, so that put, everyone that put had him going a lot higher. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people say that he was going to go a lot higher, so I think they've got a very good player. Yeah. If he can stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, the Jags, who got a very good first round pick in Josh Allen. Yeah. How uh, another Josh Allen I was gonna say how did Josh Allen manage to fall to the Jags, but we all know how. Um, alright, alright <laughs> <laughs> So how good is he gonna be for them then? Yeah, shout out to whoever was at like six and yeah. went <laughs> You yeah. should be you shouldn't be saying shout out, you're gonna have to play him twice a year. No, I think they've done very well to get him. Um, I think they'll be very happy with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And um, I also think taking Jawan Taylor yeah. at 35, I think they even had well, him top 10 for me. Well, yeah, I think <laughs> most most people had Jacksonville taking him at 7. And yeah, they managed to get him in the second round. I think Which he I think was their original plan to take it uh, to take it 7. And then when they saw the Giants take that guy, what's his name? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, we'll get on to him. It was like, take it in six is like, well, we might as well take Josh Allen if he's still here. There's no point letting him go up to someone else. Yeah. Um, other than that, they took Gardner Minshew, backup quarterback for Nick Falls. Um, I mean, is that all he'll end up being, do you think? Obviously, how late he was. Yeah, yeah. At the moment, anyway. Yeah, I think he'll just... Learn off Nick Foles for a while. Uh, just learn off him, really. Learn yeah. how he reads defences, pretty much. Yeah, and we'll finish off with the Colts. The, the boys. Round us. The boys. The who? Never heard of them. Did, did you... A team that made playoffs. Like, did you like... How many Super Bowls you won? <laughs> Watcher. Did you like that you traded out <laughs> of the first round? Was that a smart move to make? Uh, yeah, I think it was um, because we also picked up per second round pick next year, which obviously, as we all know, second round picks can still get some like that, they're still players. pretty much as good as first round picks, to be honest. Yeah, literally. In most um, like scenarios, so, yeah, there's so much quality coming out of the drafts these days. Yeah, and I thought we literally filled the positions we need. I think the only position is like um, a defensive tackle that we didn't really um, get, um, which is like what I kind of wanted in the first round. Mm-hmm. Getting Paris Campbell at wide receiver was very, very good at 59. Um, yeah, it's a Especially with his speed. Um, yeah. Like he's one of the fans. You, you, you needed that position there because you haven't really got a good wide receiver, do you? I was going to say, do you, you think... You piped down, man. <laughs> we threw the second you... quarter. Uh, no, good chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think he'll be an instant starter, Paris Campbell, as wide um, receiver two or um, three? Yeah, I think we... 
we'll, we'll take quite a lot because there's also Hines and Chester Rogers who did well last year. Yeah. And I think they'll all be rotating a bit. Um, but yeah, I, I see him playing a bit then, uh, on the opposite side to T.Y. Assuming Rockison fulfills the potential that everyone thinks he has, where would you rank your secondaries like within every secondary in the league? Wait, sorry, can you repeat that? It cut out. Ah, where would you rank your sort of secondary units based on like just including all secondary units in the league? Where would you put it? Um, I think after the last season, I have us quite high, like, um, and I still think there's a lot like we had gaps, which I think we filled well in the draft. Um, in terms of that, like cornerback, I've already got two very good players there in my opinion, and I think taking him at thirty-four is um, just improving the second. Yeah. Uh, coming out of the AFC South. Sorry? What, what were you saying? Oh. Just keep going. No. Um, yeah, I think in this, like, in terms of our secondary, like, it was strong last year. <clears throat> I think we just strengthened that massively. Yeah. So would you say it's maybe mm-hmm. top five in the league or is that pushing it or is that fair? Um, I think last year was like, up there um, it's about if we can perform again because before the season like, it was obviously very low like ranked so if they can perform again they're like the same guys that perform the same youngsters have obviously like Darius Leonard and stuff came in and had amazing years yeah um, but yeah I think if they all perform well and um, these rookies like um, can learn quickly and I think, yeah, it is definitely up there. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the AFC uh, Western, final AFC, like, division. Uh, we'll start with the Broncos. A huge, <coughs> huge shout for a team with the best draft. Do you, would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. I think yeah. they've done very, very well. Oh, definitely, uh, yeah. Which, which pick out of all of theirs was the best for both years? I'd... I think... You go I was going to say Drew Locke at 42. Yeah. I think on his posi- on the position they took him like in the draft at 42. Yeah. Do, I think it's an unbelievable do you, pick. Do you think he could start this season? No. Um, I don't think he'll... St- no, I don't think he'll um, start. Flacco. So, um, no, I think he'll like, obviously be... It'll depend on how Flacco gets on, I think. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It'll be ready, I think. Mm-hmm. And then um, ahead of Drew Locke, literally one pick ahead, they took Dalton Resner. How good see? he? Um, they needed a defensive late lineman from... <clears throat> and he... Well, I think a lot of people had him going sort of early 20s in the first round, so another steal for the Broncos here. Yeah, I think that's another very good pick-up for them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another good pick-up for them, especially then, at the time they got him. Obviously, no, I found... Um, most people could argue best tight end available in the whole draft. So, yeah, yeah I think the Broncos definitely had a very good draft and probably are one of the like sort of standouts for the best draft overall. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Chargers, the Chargers in general have had very good off season. I think that this draft just strengthened it even more, especially their first two picks were huge. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. think. Taking Jerry Till Tillery or whatever it was Tillery Tillery. I was yeah. shocked because I thought they were going to take a cornerback. At yeah, twenty eight. They took they took a safety in the second round. I think just having that 
defensive tackle just to put pressure on opposition quarterbacks. It was. It's never a bad option to kind of put pressure on the other team. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of just echo what Adam said, really. Um, yeah, I think it'll give them that extra like, pressure um, on opposition quarterbacks. Um, so I think it's a good pickup at that stage. Yeah. Um, you can't you can't go wrong with rushing a quarterback. Yeah, Nassiat Adley, who they took in the second round, uh, safety from Delaware, wanted the Packers to take him. And like with our 30th pick originally in the first round, so the fact he's felt that they're my pick 60 is a very, very nice pickup for them. That safety duo now with Adley and um, Derwin James is, well, that's one hell of a secondary unit. So young as well. But um, I know, uh, well, I'm literally just reading here. Some people are saying they could themselves become like the next sort of Legion of Boom style secondary mm-hmm. unit, sort of what Seattle had a few years ago. And um, probably the most interesting pick that the Chargers took was as it seems to be a sort of similar theme with a lot of teams who have sort of aging quarterbacks or teams who need a quarterback in the future, like near future, but don't want to take one just yet. Sort of taking a like average quarterback in the later rounds and they took Easton Stick in the fifth round. Um, he'll sit behind Rivers and Tyra Taylor this year, but do you think he has a future ever starting? For the Chargers, possibly in the future. I, yeah, I think because Rivers is Rivers is getting old now. I think he's on his way out, and then they'll they'll, mm-hmm. they'll put Taylor in before him. They'll see how Taylor performs. Yeah, I mean Tyro Taylor's been around for years as well, so they know that they can rely on him if Rivers gets injured yeah. or you know isn't feeling like one week or something. Leeway to wait for good. Um, quarterback to come in the draft that they could use as like the proper replacement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think when that time comes, they'll just use like they'll move up and take their future quarterback then? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, the Raiders probably took the first surprise pick of the draft when they took Cleveland Farrell at yeah. number four. And um, do you can you think of Warren in that pick in a way? Do you think? It made sense. Um, no, I was surprised because I thought it was a better one. I think he's very good, but I mean, not at that pick. I mean, I think there was yeah. later ones that. Yeah, um, oh, definitely later picks that. There was like ones that went after that I rated higher. Why do you think the Raiders took him at number four then? Because they obviously, obviously, they thought someone else was going to take him before, you know, their next pick, which was at twenty-four. So, but do you think they sort of could have traded down even? Like, why do you think they took my number four? To mess up everyone's mock drafts. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, think the team at number six did that well enough for us. <laughs> Screw yeah. over my bet as well. That's what they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. But, um, yeah, I think they obviously... I, I rated him highly. I think it was a late um, 15 to 20 kind of first-round pick. Um, yeah. They, they could have saw got... something in them that they wouldn't have got at twenty four. So, I think they probably could have got him at twenty four. Well, I, I think they, I think they've wasted the fourth pick there. They could have easily moved down to I don't know fourteen yeah. or maybe even a bit lower than that and took um, him easily if they really wanted him. They could have easily drafted uh, like traded side down a bit, up some yeah. later round picks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Um, I mean, other than Cleland Farrell, though, I think they had another good draft. I think Joshua Jacobs was uh, just a standard, easy choice for them at 24. They desperately needed a running back, and he was by far the best running back this yeah. year. Yeah, but, uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> not even stupid enough to say that. <laughs> and then uh, with their 27th pick, they took Jonathan Abram, safety. And then in the second round, they took a cornerback in Trayvon Mullen. So they've massively improved their secondary as well. Uh, do you think with all the picks that they've had in the off season that they've had, the Raiders could surprise a lot of people this year and maybe make playoffs? Not in the division they're in. I don't think so. Yeah, not in that division. Yeah. I mean, with Tyreek Hill out, you never know what's happening to the Chiefs. Yeah, well, I think the challenges are too yeah. strong as well. Yeah. The, I don't think they're good enough to make it to a wild card, and I don't see them beating the Chargers. Also, so, yeah, also so much change has happened like, really quickly, so it'll be hard to make it all yeah. click. It, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. If the chemistry isn't right straight away, it's not going to be right for a while. Yeah. Uh, finally then uh, finishing on the Kansas City Chiefs who had a, a very quiet draft there's almost yeah. nothing to talk about yet <laughs> no first round no uh, well there are two second rounders but no one really special or no one who you really heard being mm-hmm. in conversation to be a first rounder um, well I'm going to guess that Hardman is now going to start yeah. not a number one wide receiver um, but he's still going to start nonetheless yeah, I mean, um, as long as he doesn't beat up his kid, he He's should be all right. Stellar of all teams. Yep, <laughs> the literally <laughs> is still our twelve. Yeah, team. it's the Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's literally nothing to talk about for the Chiefs in terms of the draft. Uh, do you think they should have made more for the draft though? Obviously, they're going to want to at least do the same as what they done last year and make the AFC final. Yeah, but they won't beat the Colts this time. But so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> to beat teams like the Colts, did they have to did they maybe not utilize the draft as much as they should? Yeah, not being biased, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that. I just um, don't think they've done enough with the draft. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. I mean, obviously they lost their first rounder because they traded for Frank Clark. Do you think that was the right move no. to make? No. The Chiefs' cap space is going to be absolutely ruined next season. Or oh, when when Mahomes wants yes. pitch. <laughs> oh, he's get, if he's he, finished that's going to be a problem. Yeah, he's, they'll be looking at a new contract for him next season. And if he proves himself not to be a one-season wonder, it's uh, he's going to be looking at a $200 million contract, I think. And yeah. the Chiefs don't have oh. that money to give to him. Without cut. Nah, they're going to have to get rid of the their entire left. roster, probably. Who's <laughs> <laughs> like, left? It's like, you know, that Will Smith meme where he's just looking around yeah. the room. That's just yeah. Mahomes on his first day back. It's just him and Chris Jones left, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> no Chris, Jones. Uh, Chris Jones deserves paid. <laughs> Chris Jones should get paid before Mahomes. <laughs> they put the wrong names on the contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should go into that NFC. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. The superior uh, league. Uh, I mean, he didn't even win yeah. the Pro Bowl. So. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> the AFC won the Pro Bowl. So. Who's won more Super Bowls? Can, does anyone? Does anyone take the Pro Bowl? No, nope, I mean that's kind of the only thing you can go on. The AFC team won the Super Bowl as well. 
Yeah, but and, uh, NFC. Yeah, they always win it. They don't count. NFC's won it more times overall. God, you love this history, Tom, don't you? What can I say? I'm I'm <laughs> the Liverpool fan of uh, of American football. <laughs> right, we're starting in the mm-hmm. NFC East with the Eagles. Fuck them. Right, how the yeah. Eagles do? I thought the Eagles did no, really well. To be honest, no, I thought they done well. Yeah, no. I thought they picked up <laughs> they picked up a good um, nah. O lineman in Dillard. No, so they didn't. I was yeah. kind of expecting we'll, to go around we'll that time. Who was the twenty third pick? Because I saw Texans. the twenty third. Yeah, the, the Texans. Texan, yeah. I heard the Texans wanted Dillard, and the Eagles literally stole him. Wow. What I thought was very interesting was uh, with their second round pick, the Eagles took Penn State starting running back. And ring a bell. No one cares. No, no one cares about Penn State now that Barkley's left. That's what I'm trying to pin us. He was there starting. I know. They've copied you. They are. Out. That's what they I thought you said. You be. supported Penn State, Adam. Right, I'm getting into it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, he he's a very good pick for them. Although they did sign. Jordan Howard in the off season that running back. Do you think that they did need another one? I think Miles Sanders is um, a good pickup because yeah, yeah, and it's good to have like more than one option. I I think mm-hmm. the Eagles needed positions filled elsewhere before they like their their secondary isn't isn't great. Yeah. They didn't take any secondary and players. I, I in think the draft. that's really odd because they needed help in the secondary. Yeah, and then once again, this is another team who took a really late round quarterback, Clayton Forson. And once again, once again, do you just think this is just filling up that backup? Yeah, it's yeah. insurance for when Carson Wentz gets injured. Yeah, this season. that's all. Like, uh, if he gets injured, we've got a youngster who can come in and you know do whatever. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, after the Eagles, then the Redskins. No, awful, awful as well. Yeah, I thought they had a very good draft. Yeah. Yeah. I think they had. I think they had the best draft. Uh, draft uh, like number fifteen. They took the call pack that the Giants should have taken if they wanted one. So I mean, yeah, I, think um, I I actually can't. I I never thought I'd say this. If you because literally in the off season, these are probably the two worst teams. But just because of what's happened with the Giants' quarterback situation and Dwayne Haskins, I cannot wait for Redskins versus Giants next season. It's fun. Just to see what Dwayne Haskins plays like in sort of two revenge games against the Giants. Barkley will run all over them again, so it's okay. Ooh. He only did that in once. So I mean, didn't... Dwayne Haskins isn't going to be facing Barkley then. No, we're going to put Barkley in linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, when you look at Barkley, you probably could. He genuinely him. could. Uh, also in the first round, though, because yeah, they traded back in and they got one of the steals of the draft in Montez Sweat. At twenty six, I don't know yeah. why we didn't take him at seventeen. Massive pick up for them. The Redskins literally took everyone I wanted the Giants to take, and That's it's really good. Yeah. It's genuinely literally annoying. when you had your you had your two first round picks, and they took the two people you wanted. Don't forget what, who they took in the off season as well. Oh yeah, God, they really have just done a number on you this year. It's almost like the you must just hate the Redskins. No, they're now. still irrelevant, realistically. <laughs> So oh, people are gonna people are gonna remember that quote now. You're irrelevant. <laughs> I mean, um, in the NFC East, with the, the Cowboys and the Eagles, they're not making playoffs. I also thought 
for the Redskins, I think the fact that Kelvin Harmon fell to the sixth round, at wide, like the wide receiver from North Carolina, he was he's such a good wide receiver, such a good player. Mm-hmm. That is such a steal in the sixth round. And same with Bryce Love in round four. He's such a good running back as well, just to sit behind um oh what's he Oh, what's the Redskins running back called? Adrian Peterson. What's his name? Yeah, yeah, Peterson. Just to sit behind him and learn from him. I think he could be very good in a few years. I I'll talk about it when we get to the Giants. So, yeah. Nothing else to say on the Redskins then, just a very good draft. There we're done. First. Uh the Cowboys, another team who done almost nothing. Yeah. I think they picked up good players and they the, did they yeah. did take they did take one very interesting UCF. player out of Miami. Oh. <laughs> they took they took Michael Jackson out of Miami, <laughs> the cornerback in the fifth round. Um, <laughs> other than that, their highest pick was their highest pick was fifty eight. So they couldn't really do much. But at fifty eight, they made a very good yeah. pick. They took Tristan Hill out of UCS, mm. who was an absolute quality player. That is a complete steal at fifty eight. So Cowboys fans can look forward to him. Yeah, I thought they'd done well with the picks they had. And I thought yeah. they picked up good players, but it's not. I don't know too much about them all, so not much yeah, I can come. Mm-hmm. Quite just like James said, with what they ha- they've done well with what they had, really. Yeah. Moving on to um, <laughs> last but not least, Adam, I'll let you share your thoughts on Let's the Giants. To this round. And, uh, right, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. When I first saw us take Daniel Jones, I was furious. I was genuinely so annoyed watching that. I think every Giants fan was. I've seen the reaction videos. I would have been, I'd have been fine with us taking... We wanted a quarterback, and I know we wanted a quarterback. And I'd have been fine with us taking him at 17 at a push, but not at six. Well, you traded by yeah, we, 13. You could have got my three. Yeah, we genuinely could have got... fucking got him at like 245. <laughs> hey, we didn't have pick number 204. Oh, yeah, no, we did, did have pick number 245. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't watch the late rounds. Yeah, <laughs> But when I was thinking about it, I would rather be in Daniel Jones's position now than Dwayne Haskins because there's no pressure on Jones to come in and be a starter on week one when there is on Haskins. But then, why take Mark Six then? There's yeah, clearly so something Dave Gettleman and Pat Shermer see in Jones. Cocaine, that's it. <laughs> There's something about him that they see, they like, and they clearly didn't want to risk it at 17 or at 245. And I, I well, personally according, would have. According to Gettleman, according to Gettleman, there was at least two teams he knows that were going to take them between 6 and 17. Do you believe I'm guessing, I'm guessing. I... I think there could have been... They, when you looked at the teams, there was the Dolphins, the Broncos, the Redskins, the Bengals. and the Bengals, yeah. All of them could have taken uh, a quarterback, so they clearly yeah. didn't want to run the risk. But then I've seen a lot of people still saying at the same time, it's like, even if that's true, just the fact that he's rate Daniel Jones higher than Drew mm. Locke, and higher than if, Dwayne Haskins makes zero If they had sense. both gone, no one would complain about this, I'm telling you. But the fact that Dwayne Haskins and Drew Locke were both still in the draft. But Daniel Jones came from Duke, which isn't a football college. 
which is part of an issue. Yeah. But to still be able to win games with Duke, who had really poor wide receivers, just shows that he's determined. And I think in the future, maybe, he's going to be a good quarterback. I think he will survive in the NFL. James, do you think that's what sort of Gatlin was thinking? Do you think he thought he was taking Zion? I think he just saw the Duke and he's like, oh, wait. Yeah, he was. He just went to the uh, draft staff like, take that kid from Duke. He's went to the really good. And they're like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah, Zion. They're like, oh, <laughs> The thing is, it, like, I woke up the next day and saw that the Giants took Daniel Jones. I was like, yeah, that's a good quarterback to take. And I'm yeah. guessing at like in the second round, thirty. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but with Drew Lock available at thirty as well. I think if you took my thirty, normal. No, that's what I'm saying. Like. No one would if like I don't know if Calamari wasn't in the draft and the Oakland Raiders took Drew Locke and the Arizona Cardinals took Dwayne Haskins and we took Daniel Jones at six. No one would have cared. It's yeah. this fact he came so early before the other two that were left that people are complaining. But I still think he's he's a decent quarterback. He won games with a shocking team around him and. I feel bad for him that he's getting so much hate for being chosen. It's not yeah. his fault. Yeah, yeah it's, not, reckon, it's not his fault at yeah, all. I reckon you guys, like the Giants fans, just need to get behind him. Because obviously, yeah. we, that's what we need to do. The best thing we can do now is just support him. It's not going to change. I don't think it's going to happen. So I think yet. it's very clear that he's a good quarterback. I don't think. I don't want to say you'll boo him. I don't think we will. But I think you'll. I think you'll boo Gettleman because of him. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. It's a very much but, a Mike um, Ashley situation here, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think. Just because what's it, the most disappointing thing from an outsider thinking about, like, in terms of the Giants, is that Dwayne Haskins is a giant, yeah. Other than, him being, other than him being the second best quarterback there, and the best one was took number one, he's a mm-hmm. Giants fan. He's from New Jersey next to the MetLife Stadium. I know. You know, like, all, it all just seemed to fit so well together. And they just passed on him to take who was in most people's eyes a second round yeah, quarterback. Also, um, with Haskins as well, like before the whole MLB switch on Kyler Murray, everyone had yeah, Haskins as the top quarterback. So, yeah, some people like some people even had Cardinals taking Haskins. Yeah, also, I, it'd be less salt in the wound if we just hadn't taken a quarterback. If we'd taken Rashan Gary or yeah. a wide receiver. If we had taken not a quarterback, no, we'd been like, well, that's fair enough. We needed to sort our defence out. And also, I think yeah. Eli Manning's good enough for like another year. Yeah, he is. And I think you can. You, I think it's quite inevitable that you'll probably have a high ramp, like a high pick next year, and you could have picked up a very good like um, quarterback next year with a lot of I, good people. I mean, yeah. what is good is that Daniel Jones and Eli Manning are friends, and they train in the off season together. Ooh. So. It, <laughs> Daniel, well, I've saw, I agree with what a lot of people are saying, and it is kind of weirdly true. Daniel Jones literally it, looks like he could does. be like in, a man and brother. It's odd. That's true. Yeah. Did you see what Gettleman said yeah. as well? Maybe a bit of a racist, like bit of a racist statement in some people's eyes. He said Daniel Jones just looks like a good quarterback. <laughs> oh, no. And everyone was a bit like, hmm, not the best thing to say. Imagine if he was like Daniel Jones and Drew look, Drew Lock just look like better quarterbacks than Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Would have been I'd have been more. Ang- I'd have been absolutely furious if Kyler Murray had fallen to us and we didn't take yeah. him. I, there's no oh, way yeah. I could have argued Daniel Jones's position there. 
Yeah. Uh, the weird thing is, outside of Daniel Jones, I think your next five picks were all absolutely brilliant picks. But no one cares about them because of him. Yeah, but it's just overshadowed by how stupid that pick was. Because I think Dexter Lawrence. Yeah, he's quality. quality. Obviously, James, you you were singing his praises very high before the draft. I thought he was the like. I thought he'd, yeah, I didn't think he'd reach the Colts, but he's someone that I thought potentially could, and I thought it'd be a steal. That's kind of the player I wanted because obviously yeah. the other defensive tackles I thought weren't getting near us. Mm-hmm. So that's the one I kind of um, targeted, like wanted. But yeah, I I don't know if moving back into the first round yeah. was worth it for taking DeAndre Baker, but I think that actual pick of yeah. DeAndre Baker was very good. Once it's, again, we've got a full new wave of secondary now. We've got, we picked up three yeah. new cornerbacks in this draft, and I saw an interview with Pat Shermer saying that Janoris Jenkins has a lot of teaching to do. And that's what we're mm-hmm. doing. Because Jenkins is getting a bit older now as well. And what we've done this off-season in this draft is sort out, or not sort out, but looked at the future of our secondary. Yeah. Except, except for the uh, after, that, after that, in round three, another absolute steal, in my opinion, is Shawnee Zimenez, who, in most people's eyes, is one of the best left-backs in this draft. And you managed to get him in the third round. yeah. Very good pick again. We can't, beyond, well, yeah, from our very first pick at six to 171, we just went for defence only. And that was our major issue. In yeah. we were, But I thought I think they were all good. Yeah, they, were, like, they uh, were. Even after that, you mentioned your secondary, building on that again. Julian yeah. Love. Even though he won't be an instant starter, He's, he could easily fill um, Janoris Jenkins' like, shoes in a few years' yeah. time. But, like, with the Giants, we lost too many games by just being outscored. And yeah. just to have O'Shane come in, I don't even want to attempt his surname, just to have him come in, it'll just be quite... I don't think he'll be a starter. Maybe. I think he will. He's really good. We'll just have to see. Just... Most people had a good uh, yeah, with the loss and mock drafts. The loss and, of Vernon as well. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. Only time will tell. And then, uh, obviously, Ryan Conley in round five. Another really linebacker, yeah. linebacker pick We've needed yeah. to deal with the the whole linebacker situation for a while now. They've been poor. The only thing yeah. we haven't sorted is that O line. I know we've got. I know we got mm-hmm. someone at, uh, in the seventh round, but that our O line was the main issue, and we got Zietler. But how much can one guy do? Yeah. Um, moving on there, seen Orson. No excited. Sorry. Yeah. Another fine. It's fine. All right. Shut up. <laughs> uh, we'll start with the Bears. Great um, team. Best team in the NFC North. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> with their picks, I thought they picked up some good players. I think Montgomery's not a very good running back, and they picked up a very good running receiver. Do you think? I thought Montgomery was a bit of a waste because Shuley's not going to start for them. Yeah, but I mean, it's always good to have two good running backs because it's like... Yeah, like it, um, swap style. Yeah, unless you've got someone like Barkley. Um, I mean, yeah, who's just never going to get dropped out. he's quite good. Um, Why? <laughs> that couldn't be too nice. <laughs> and then I think at pick number, was it 126? I think Riley really was a steal at that, like, that late stage. I think he's a very good uh, wide receiver, so... Yeah, yeah, and not too much a concern the others, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think Riley uh, Ridley was a really good pick for them. 
it's just a shame that he's under a poor quarterback and he's going to get his career wasted. So I feel more sorry for him, but for the actual team, I think that was a very good pick to take a chance on. <laughs> not not going to uh, Next, the Detroit Lions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they took, obviously, we talked about Fant before, but I think. I'll, like, equal yeah, like, the best like, uh, tight end with Fant, obviously. I think they picked up a very good player. Someone yeah. they needed to like strengthen the off- offense, even though they did put up thirty uh, points against the Packers. But no, I'm joking. <laughs> I just needed to put Diggins on. <laughs> no, I think it's <laughs> I think it's a very good pick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know too much about that. I also really like. I think that second round pick was really good as well. Jelani uh, Tavai from I think he was from Hawaii, he was, which was a, ve- a very interesting school to come from. So fair play to him for getting taken in the second round. Obviously, they saw something in him, and it'll be good to see how well he does next year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you said, other than that, not too many interesting picks or big names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Um, next, the Vikings. Second best team in the NFC North. <laughs> third, don't you mean Detroit? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, third. <laughs> Detroit are pretty decent as well. I'd say fourth. Trust us, they're gonna flop this year. Okay, um, Just I wait. think Garrett Bradbury was a very good pickup. Um, not surprised by it. I thought, um, yeah, they'll be happy with that. And I think also took a decent tight end. So, um, and they took a running back as well, didn't they? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think they had like a good draft. I think they picked up players they needed and in positions they needed. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, standards for the Vikings. I think, yeah, they get in a centre because what happened with the Vikings too many times last year is Kirk Cousins took too long to throw the ball because a lot of their playbook is deep plays to Thielen and Diggs and therefore it could take them time to drop their man. So they just gave yeah. gave Cousins an extra half a second second just to throw the ball. Yeah. Avoid a sack. Uh Finishing off with the Green Bay Packers. Just awful. <laughs> no, There's your dude. <laughs> I think Packers had one of the best drafts. I think they've done very well to get Gary at um, 12. I thought... Just Gary. Okay, so... Rashawn... Out of contact. Gary. Out of contact. <laughs> Gary? Lineker. Gary from Dunford. Yeah, but Gaza. Um... Yeah, War Gaza. <laughs> Gaza G-Shaw was a good pick-up at number 12, so... <laughs> And I think uh, taking um, 21 Savage at number 21 was pretty good as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had to. That's, that's why we've done it. We purely moved up the 21 just to take Savage. <laughs> and just ruined it by not getting the shirt number. But uh, I think um, Jenkins was also a good pickup. I think uh, definitely one of the top drafts uh, went to um, Packers, in my opinion. I yeah. think the Packers have this off-season and the draft have all been about getting to the quarterback. Like mm-hmm. That's what we struggled the yeah, most with last year, obviously. Tubisky is going to have a hell of a time against Hughes. With, yes. You've got two, I think, you've got two new linebackers or... He'll dominate as usual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Two new edges. Yeah. Well, three now, got... if you include Gary. Yeah, and I think, I think Stafford, Cousins, and Trubisky are uh, going to be on their asses a lot. This Just Gary. I also think, 
<laughs> yeah, just Gary. I also think a very underrated pick for us is Jay Sternberger because we really needed a tight end and we didn't fall into the trap of being tempted to take the two big name ones and wasting the first round pick. Mm-hmm. We waited patiently and got obviously Sternberger in the I think it was the fourth round uh, pick. So third third round. Oh uh, third round. So yeah, so to get him that late on, decent worth for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. Standard. Well done. Average, good First draft. Good thing well, I can. NFC. Good, what's oh, that? No, say good start for Matt LeFleur. Um, and great offseason, I think, for you guys. He obviously <laughs> knew the defence was awful, so. Yeah. He's done well. NF, NFC South. We'll start with the Saints. Uh, the Saints. Yeah, they didn't have a first Yeah, they took Eric McCoy for a year. Um, Just the same as what we said about the Texans, I think it was, is they've done well with the positions they had. I think they've yeah. got a B-Tech Saquon at uh, pick 177, <laughs> I think. I was like, which one well, back did they take? And then I realised when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> they've got a B-Tech Saquon, Saquon. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they've just done well with where they had. Um, I think a very average draft, except... I, in my opinion, one of the biggest steals of the draft. I think so many secondary players were overlooked in this draft by a lot of teams. And I think Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is a huge pickup for New Orleans. I think he could even start this year. He's that good. So They've got uh, the two safeties, the Tech Saquon and uh, Gardner-Johnson can learn off Lattimore. And I think they'll yeah. be, if they take in everything he does and everything he tells them, There'll be two really strong safeties in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Falcons. We had pick in the first round with Chris, uh, Chris Lindstrom. That was another one when we were watching, like, who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I had a feeling he might go first round, but I definitely didn't expect the Falcons to take him at 14. Mm-hmm. I I just thought it was odd. Yeah, very, a definite reach there, but... Um, Obviously, they saw that is their major need and didn't want the risk of dropping. So yeah, this is what I had. Fair um, enough. Cleveland Farrell gun, I think. So what, at number fourteen. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I think it was just a weird pick. Yeah, but do you think? Um, cause I definitely agree with their sort of view that keeping. Uh, Matthew Ryan upright was the highest priority yeah, yeah, stopping him getting sacked as well. Yeah, it was. 100% because Matt Ryan can um, produce. The Carolina Panthers, who in my opinion are another sleeper for one of the best drafts. Yeah, I think they took a very good um, player like 16 in Browns. Um, and also mm-hmm. taking Greg Little. Which, um, and I just, uh, yeah, no, of course, um, having Will Greer as kind of back up I think mm-hmm. it was very smart and well. the the thing with Will Greer as well is they're very cleverly he's literally from Charlotte so yeah. they've literally picked the Carolina Panthers fan and they know that because of that he if he does get the chance he's going to step up his game more than what he would for any other team in the league yeah and I think taking them at 100 is a very good pick up because I'd um, I'd, I'd rate him highly like, they, I would I would probably say he's the fifth best quarterback. Yeah, I was going to say around that number. They've got him for when Cam Newton, when he scrambles, takes a big hit. That's what he's there for. Yeah, he's there for the next ball. Yeah, pretty much. When Cam Newton eventually gets injured from running or 
when he gets older because running quarterbacks, I think, age faster. Yeah. Eventually, they can't run. Mm-hmm. And then their game's gone. I think they've got them there to kind of fill in once Cam Newton is kind of like, I've had enough of this. Done. In a bit, see you later. <laughs> Adios. And then uh... <laughs> James <laughs> doing his Spanish revision one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also managed to get another pass rusher over the Brian Burns, and they managed to get Alabama, Christian Miller. Obviously, he played in the national championship game this year. Uh, he's been part of a winning program for a while now. How much like of an impact do you think that makes on the players if they come from a college with a good winning mentality? Very important. Yeah. I think, yeah, it is. Just knowing how to win, I think, obviously. Even like take the pick. even if like because because yeah. most of the most of the good players are going to teams who obviously had the worst records last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, I think it's the it's the want to win rather than the know how to win. Because he'll come in and yeah. be like, or any player from Alabama will come in and be like, I want to win again, and that drive will push him to perform better. I think. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. um, like the Patriots are the example, of just the winning mentality. Yeah, I don't know what does yeah. it for them each year. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, last team in this division, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Daniel. Yeah, he was going to come on, but couldn't. Uh, <laughs> unfortunate. He's not died, so we won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Hope to see you back soon. Yeah. No, uh... <laughs> He's only got exams. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think overall they didn't have a good draft. But, I mean, I think they picked up a good player at five. I thought Devin, Devin White's a very good um, linebacker. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think yeah, I don't think they had a good draft or a bad draft. It was the definition of average. Uh, I think they took... They just took who they sort of had to mm-hmm. with the first rounder. It was like Devin White was there. They had to take him. Yeah, I think he's very good. Especially um, when Ra- the Raiders didn't take him. Yeah. They took Matt Gay in the later rounds. They definitely needed a kicker, so... <laughs> The hope that he works out well. I mean, kicker's a very weird position because, yeah, I don't know. Do you think? Do you think if you need a kicker, they're worth taking in a high round, or would you just do what the Bucks have done here and wait till the no, much later ones? They're in demand. They're never I, like a high pick or something. So, if you, if you need Harry. a kicker, what sort of round would you start looking well, at? Well, they took them late, like very yeah. late rounds, unless there's some yeah. star that's not there. Just take Harry yeah, Kane. I was say, just take Harry Kane. Yeah, of course. Undrafted, you, you could. I was about, on, not let's Harry go. Kane. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I was more the first things we to ask. But... <laughs> I, I was thinking you could probably take you could take decent kickers in uh, free agency, like undrafted. Yeah. Undrafted, you can still get a good kicker. Yeah. Well, bit like undrafted, undrafted players in general. I mean, we've seen quite a few in the last few years undrafted players who've came up and just oh, yeah. came in since stars. Obviously, the most notable one being Lindsay. Oh, last year. Also, like so, definitely look out for the undrafted players. Yeah, and then like one of the best wide receivers in Thielen is, was undrafted as well. So, I'm pretty yeah. yeah. So. Um. Finally, then the NFC West. Yes, starting with the Rams. Yes. What do you say about they didn't get picked on sixty-one, did they? No, but they did make a very good pick at sixty-one with Taylor Rapp from Washington. Yeah, good safety. Um, so, 
Um, I think this is another one with like the picks they had. I thought they'd done well with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same, uh, same as James, really. Uh, James, I know you watched. Yeah. Was it Last Chance University? Yeah, it was just about so how this, yeah. how good of a story was Dakota Allen going in the seventh round? Yeah, I think this. Like, I love it. Um, the fact that he's been drafted, and I think they picked up like a good player that late. Um, because obviously Wayne came from it was hard for him to really. Um, might be a top, might be a top um, team. Team, even though Texas Tech aren't like that bad, but um, uh, I'm very happy for him, and I think it's a very good story, and it shows like never to give up. Really, do you think he'll mm. uh, make the roster? Hard to say. Um, I don't know. I don't know too much about what he was like for Texas Tech or anything, but you you could tell in like the last chance you um, like. Netflix series um, that he was like very, right, like, this, very good. Why, why have you just give you've just given Netflix a shout have, out yeah. on a podcast which gets like five years? Well, I mean, <laughs> a multi-billion I mean, pound, like dollar. I'm trying like. to. I, I mentioned series. I mentioned Netflix. I'm trying to get you brand deals. Fair, to be fair, Netflix. If you want to sponsor, <laughs> I also mentioned it's never going to happen. I also but, mentioned that series was very good. So series shout. Uh yeah, of course, of course. And Tesco. <laughs> Let's go. They took David Edwards in the fifth round. Tackle from Wisconsin. Shout out David. Just Dave. <laughs> yeah, just Dave. Uh, the Seahawks. Let's get the moving on. Yes. The Seahawks took a very interesting first round again when they selected LG Collier from TCU. Yes, sir. Hang on. Sorry. Um, I'm... <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised with this one because I didn't. Just, um, just yes. I didn't have them going fast round. Um, don't know too much about oh, them. They had loads of pegs, um, Jesus. They did indeed, yeah. but... They, they had one of the least at the first, like, like at first as well, but they traded back so much. Um, yeah, shout out, Daniel. Do you think DK Metcalf's a steal, or do you think that was a fair placement for him? Uh, the team's yeah, I think the combine overhyped him way too much. I still think he's a good wide receiver, but... Mm-hmm. I think he went behind the wide receivers that he should Just... Just because he's the perfect, like in perfect condition to play football, doesn't mean he's going to yeah, be good at football. D- d- I saw he, he arrived at his first ever meeting with the Seahawks, with literally without a top. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Seahawks got the top me? off as well. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Pete Carroll got his top off as well. But it was one yeah, of the scouts I mean, that you... told him to take yeah. his top off. Uh, do you think he'll actually start for the Seahawks? Because they made it sound like he's actually going to be starting for them. Oh, yeah. I think, I think, I think they'll be very happy with taking him at that stage. Because uh, he is obviously very good. And he's physically ready. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, the 49ers. Quality they, pick at number two. Yeah, I think they took the best player in the draft. Um, yeah. I don't know if... Have you seen Nick Bosa's Twitter or Instagram? Um, nope. He's uh, he's very pro-Trump. But oh. oh yeah, actually, yeah, I did, I did know that. But I mean, this is oh, well, football. Like, very, very Edison likes Tommy yeah. Robinson. <laughs> Ignoring that. Yeah, well, that did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but um, obviously, yeah. Well, half of America, like literally half of America, were pro-Trump during the elections, and they were all retards. But, I mean, that, uh, very true. Very true. Uh, no, but obviously, you're not going to pick someone based on the. Um, yeah, because obviously going on the elections, half of them were Trump. So I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, purely based on football. <laughs> He's you could even argue Nick Bosa was the best football. I think, yeah, I think he was the best. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think Maybe the fact just Williams. Um, the fact that um, the what was it? Yeah, his brother like was a first round, didn't like only like a couple, two, three years ago. Yeah, well, I think helps. Do you a lot. think it helped? Do you think it helped that he didn't play at Ohio State this season and he quit the just train? In NFL conditions with his brother, I think yes and no. I think no yeah. because he might lose a bit of sharpness and stuff, and like that. Yeah, yeah he's, he's not getting the game. Yeah, he's lost that. He's not getting the Very important. Yeah. But I think training full time with um, Joey Bosa, who's also very very good. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's just an NFL player. He's one of the, yeah. Like, he's yeah. a very good one. And then, do you think the 49ers were also right to take a wide receiver with both of their next picks in the second and third round where they took Debo Samuel and Jalen Hurd. I was surprised they took Debo um, Samuel that high. Yeah, I'm surprised they took the second one because they've got Kittle and Garoppolo should be back. Yeah, so they definitely needed one. They needed one. I don't think they needed two. Mm-hmm. Uh, finishing, finishing with the team who had the number one pick then, the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, well, I think Evans. I think with Kyler Murray, um, like before the draft. Do you think there was ever? Do you think there was ever any doubt once it was like he announced he was joining the NFL draft that he wasn't gonna go number one? I think it. I think there was no doubt after kind of the comments that. Um, well, the was it the Cardinals GM made a couple of years ago, like a bit. Oh no, the head coach. Yeah, Kings. Uh, Kings. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just seen. Yeah, so. Um, before the MLB like hype kind of switch, um, thought Haskins was like the better QB, but I can see Kyler Murray being a bit like kind of Mahomes, kind of that very skillful quarterback, like yeah, make things happen yeah. when it looks like done. But yeah, yeah, definitely, I think they got they'll be like they're centering themselves around them. I think, and I think they took a very good player like in Byron Murphy at thirty three. So, mm-hmm. and uh, happy. Assuming he could have went to any team in the league, are the Cardinals the best fit for him? What, Kyler Murray? I think they're a good fit for yeah. him. I think he'll uh, yeah. enjoy it, though. With the head coach wanting Kyler yeah. Murray, I think a huge effort is going to be put into around building that squad for him. But what they're going to have to be careful about is they don't cater to him too much and get uh, what we all thought was the Pittsburgh situation where everyone believed the entire franchise was built around Big Ben. I know that's mm-hmm. a while off and that's a it sounds stupid but they can't just give him everything they want because eventually yeah. he'll own that franchise right and like he makes all the calls which they don't which you don't want. Yeah. I know it sounds dark, um but... uh well that's all the teams then. I guess to finish off I'll just ask you who won the draft. If I had to pick one I'm gonna go Broncos as like the number one. Okay. With the placement of their picks and like who they got for that. Yeah. But there's like mentioned to the like Redskins Packers, I think. And Giants oh wait, no, um <laughs> no, uh, yeah. I'm gonna come around to your house and hit you. Hey, what you <laughs> I mean I think you can admit that you guys didn't really yeah. do very well. Uh, I mean actually well. you didn't do that bad like in terms of the place you got, but I mean just the way it happened. Yeah. Bill Banner. Uh, I'd have to say the Redskins. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's mainly because they took the players that I wanted. <laughs> yeah. 
first. About three positions uh, after we. <coughs> what do you think, Joseph? Yeah. I was also going to say the Redskins, but I think just as an outsider pick, I think Carolina had a very yeah. underrated draft. They filled a lot of needs and took a lot of very good players who are going to be there for a long number of years. So, mm-hmm. shout out, fair play to Carolina. Maybe, yeah. Uh, maybe we know someone who might be supporting them soon. You never know. I think you should. That's a future especially, podcast coming. Especially with that uh, picture of McCaffrey that came out. <laughs> oh God! What is he? It's Look, like McCaffrey now. What the hell? No, I fancy Barkley. Nah, have you seen him? Though? Look at McCaffrey now. I don't know what <laughs> sort of like program he's been on over the summer, but Jesus, I actually look like that. Yeah, okay, yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Move on to what? <laughs> like, just <laughs> saying goodbye. I'm just getting out of this. <laughs> the pain okay, that we're going through. What? Okay. <laughs> it's what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. No, I don't. <laughs> He's close. Not so. in the face. In the build we are, but we look completely different face-wise. I, I think you both go to the same steroid place. Yeah, yeah, we must. I think I've yeah. seen him down think... there. Is that... <laughs> Somewhere in Killingworth. I think he looks so similar. <laughs> Christy McCaffrey <laughs> came off. Adam, you're about as similar as him as um, Daniel Jones is to Zion. So, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> They're both tall. Daniel Jones is like 6'5". Yeah. Let's just wrap this up. Cause... Right. Yeah. We're doing that usual We do thing. this every time. We do it every time. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. Thanks to you two for coming on and thanks to everyone for listening. Thank you very much, Joe. Uh, I keep forgetting to say this at the end, but I should probably start now. We're on YouTube as well now, so Ooh. like and subscribe. I'm subscribed. Share the actual podcast. Yeah, Adam's the only one so far. Yeah, how are you, James? <laughs> right, thank you very much, Joe. I was. Okay, adios. Adios. <laughs> I didn't know you did Spanish. <laughs> of course. <laughs>